everybody. This is Gayan Bruno, host and producer of Between the Sheets podcast. Happy Friday. By the way, if you didn't know, today is Juneteenth. And um, I don't want to screw, I know what it is, but I don't want to screw it up. So I'm looking it up as we speak. Um, it is, just so you all know, it is not a national holiday yet, but it should be. It was the oldest known celebration honoring the end of slavery in the United States. Um, so happy Juneteenth to everyone because we all celebrate together because in my world, there are no labels and there are no color lines. So happy Juneteenth. Um, we're on the first and third Friday of every month, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for joining us. Um, follow me on Instagram, QTE Brat, and of course, like the Between the Sheets Facebook podcast page. Um, we have a wonderful show today. Um, it's I've called it Fun Friday. We have music, we have entertainment. Um, Andrea Meyerson is always entertaining, always, always, and Janet is like amazing. She is one of the most, she's like a guitar virtuoso. I don't know if that's really what she is, but she's fucking amazing. So um, she's genius, genius. So I am so happy that both Andrea and Janet are joining us today. Thank you so much. And and I love the way that, but for Cara, this is a community, <laughs> but Cara loves her girls. Come on, I'm included. <laughs> Cara loves us girls and we do great potlucks as, 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 as Cara will say. But I want to start with introducing the girls. Um, you know them. I know you love them as much as I do. We have Cara Noble. Cheers. Cheers. We have Mara Shane. <laughs> oh my God, that was so 1980s, Mara. We have Kimberly Sanchez. Hi. And of course, one of my favorite comedians um, and a friend, Jenny McNulty. Jenny! <laughs> nice teeth. Did you whiten it, sweetheart? I did, I did. I just, <laughs> I just put tape on there. <laughs> and, we, and, and, and keeping us sane, or at least in the right path, we have Kurt in the studio. Um, yes. We were going to try and go in the studio today, but I guess they're renovating. Is that what I hear, Kurt? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're uh, changing everything in here. We have LED lights in the background now. We have a new panels and everything. It looks really nice. But it also smells like paint. Yeah, so we'll venture out at some point with a mask because, as you all know, Governor Newsom said masks are required everywhere now. So um, this is my mask. Okay, <laughs> that's nice, Cara. You look very Cara-ish. <laughs> but but in any event, like seriously, let's follow the rules. I mean, COVID's. I know, like, there's been so much in the news right now, and everything is of utmost importance. Um, everything is really important now. Everything has come to a head. Um, and I think we, this is like a time for a change, a time for rebirth. And, um, but COVID is still around. So, so keep that in mind and please be safe, be well, you know, still do the six feet distancing and absolutely please wear the masks. Um, it's just really important. Um, we have to take care of each other and that's, that's what unity and that's what community is. Um, so with further ado, Exciting. I love when you guys are on the show. Um, Janet Robin gave me the world's longest bio. I am not going to read it. I am going to, as everyone knows, I just skimmed through it. She's from Southern California. She met her guitar teacher, Randy Rhodes from Quiet Riot and Ozzy Osbourne. I work with Sharon, so I've met Ozzy many times. Um, she, you became an ace six string player while you're still in high school. So you are a genius and a prodigy. Like uh, <laughs> my mother my mother thinks thinks so well so do good. i and your mother and your mother's a good woman and she's smart so you absolutely <laughs> are 
Um, you were in a band, uh, you were signed to uh, Chameleon Capital First Polygram um, with a band called Precious Metal. You did a whole bunch of albums. Then you were picked by um, Lindsey Buckingham, who we all love, and because we all love Fleetwood Mac, um, to support his 1992 solo album. And I'm just gonna keep going and going and going. And now Janet's here with us. <laughs> and she actually has a new band. Um, it's, a, it's a very unique band. It's called String Quartet. And String, String Revolution. Sorry, sorry, String Quartet. String Revolution. I actually saw you guys. And I, and actually Kimberly was the one who told me about your band. Yeah. And we went down to the Grammy Museum when you were doing the Q&A. And what you guys did with just guitars and absolutely no vocals was phenomenal. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I just, I, have, I haven't seen anything like it. So, you know, whoever's brainstormed you um, to do something like that and, and create all the parts of the music with just guitars was uh, really ingenious. So thank awesome. you, because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you for coming. Thank you guys You're for welcome. coming. Um, now and Guitar Player Magazine ranked her as one of the top 50 guitarists in the world, y'all. Not just in the United States, not just wow. 50 guitar players, best guitarists in the world, top 50. Well, that, that was for that year. <laughs> <laughs> but according to your mother, it's every year. Right. <laughs> it's since I was born. Born. <laughs> That's it. Uh, also on this show, um, we have someone who was... Um, She's another one with a long freaking bio, but well-deserved. She's a producer. Um, you know, I, I, I know Andrea because of Women on a Roll, which is um, an organization she started a, a few years ago, not that long ago, but it has become a pillar, um, just a wonderful, wonderful anchor in the LGBT, but mostly L community. I know you don't discriminate, so everyone is welcome. But um, but what you'll also, another innovator, besides she is an innovator just across the board, but when COVID hit, um, Andrea jumped right on the bandwagon and started creating, knowing we were all just secluded, these wonderful events, um, sometimes two, three times a week, sometimes. She just never slept and she doesn't sleep. I don't think this woman sleeps at all. Um, she created these wonderful events with where the community can just meet and mingle and not feel isolated and just be with each other and and, and can hear music, and and laugh with the comedians that she had. So, um, you know, to me, that is a wonderful, amazing thing you've done, and to pull again the community together in these times. So thank you for me, Andrea, because I've been on a few of them and, and it really helped me. Um, she's also a producer, as I said. She is okay. Here we go live comedy shows and concerts. Um, she's been everything. She's, she's done Wanda Sykes. Not with, well, she hasn't done Wanda Sykes because she has a girlfriend, so that would not, that did not come out right. Um, I would like to do Wanda Sykes, but she unfortunately has a girlfriend too. Um, Rose Ambar, <laughs> Katie Lang, Indigo Girls, Don Armour Tredden, Brandy Carlisle. She produced and hosted a vlog called All Access Pass, featured on AfterEllen.com. Um, huh? Old news. I know, I'm just trying to work this fast. <laughs> Anyway, this woman's- I'm amazing. a filmmaker, Mike, really. I'm a filmmaker and I run Woman on a Row. You could get chalk it up. I've done 30, uh, 30 films and television productions, wow. all LGBTQ content. That's what I do. That's what wow. I, my mission in life, to document our stories, to share our stories. And so that's it. There you go. And I run Woman on a Row. Started it 25 years ago. That's it. 
And then also, you, and you also do some really amazing trips abroad with women yes, and they have a blast. I hear I haven't gone yet. Well, we're going to have to change that, Kim. <laughs> I take women traveling around the world to your wow. once in a lifetime experiences. I, well, let's say I used to <laughs> before 2020. 2020 hit and, you know, we're going next year, though. We're, we're not, we, we had to cancel. We, we actually got in and out of Thailand in 2020. I love that people have a shirt that says Woman on a Road Thailand 2020 because nobody uh -huh. can ever believe it. We got back and then the world changed. <laughs> so. And then also, this is real. This is actually a, a really important for Andrea. On Monday, um, she is going to be honored by one. She's going to get one of the most prestigious awards for the uh, from the California Legislative LGBTQ Caucus. She's an honoree and um, well-deserved, Andrea. And this is this Thank Monday, you. right? And they're going to do it via Zoom. Is that what they're doing? They are. You know, normally you go to you go and have this big celebration, and then after the luncheon and the award ceremony, they take you to the governor's mansion to hang out with Gavin Newsom. But oh. that's not happening this year because we're doing everything <laughs> virtually. And I'm like, I still want to meet Gavin Newsom. <laughs> anyway, but so they're doing it virtually, which is great because now everybody, you know, one of the things you learn about not being able to go anywhere is that you get to go everywhere, right? You get to be actually with more people than you were able to before. So they're streaming it live. You can get into the Zoom. You could register like really quick tonight and get into the Zoom. I think they're hosting 500 people, but I think they're going to stream it live too. So I think you'll be able to watch it too. Uh, so yeah, that's um, yeah, that's, that's another one of your seven hundred awards. If you've ever seen, if you ever seen Andrea talk to Andrea via Zoom or anything, she sits in this. I guess it's your office, and the amount of awards behind her is jaw dropping. So it's a green screen, Gan. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. So, <laughs> so Janet. Yes. How, what have you been up to? Because I, I mean, obviously, I have a green screen of, of Grammy. <laughs> I can't see them. My, I have old people eyes. Okay, uh, it's not working properly right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, because you haven't been obviously touring or or performing, I mean, what what have, how have you been keeping busy? Well, I'm. You know, yes, all of all of our shows were canceled, and I was set to also go to Europe and for some solo shows canceled. So I'm, um, you know, everybody took to the internet. And um, as a matter of fact, tomorrow uh, at five, I'll be doing this virtual reality concert. So like where you wear the headsets, you know, and oh, weird. you can watch me in my little studio here playing. And so that that's really what, you know, us uh, live musicians have been been doing. And I still been doing some sessions. I'm recording with the String Revolution remotely. So like all four of us have our own studios. We're recording separately, you know, and then we have to mix it together. Um, I'm, I have a few guitar students as well. So that's all went to, you know, online as well. So as far as the shelter in place, I'm always sheltered in place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, vampire. So I'm just always here, you know, like all the time. So I'm not, you know, I'm not un unused to that. You know, I'm very used to being, being here, but I do miss, I do miss seeing people, you know, in person and especially playing live, like a really feed off of that live right. energy, you know, tomorrow will be interesting um, because, you know, I'm going to finish a song and then like, I can't hear any clapping. 
<laughs> so I downloaded this applause app. <laughs> I love that. And there's Brilliant. like different kinds of applauses. So I'm going to like press it at the end of every song so I can get validation. But can you explain? Because I don't really know. What's the difference what, when you've got those crazy things on? That's it. And they yeah. see everyone and hear better. Is that, is that, is that why well, you do it? That well, way? basically, you use it with your smartphone and um, it, it takes you to YouTube Live and you click on the VR icon and it turns into these glasses, which gives you 360 degree view. Ah. As wow. you turn around, you can scan all the way around my whole, my whole studio. And, you know, you can take different, you know, you can go close up to my face. And, I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, it's just puts you kind of like in the room, but you're, you don't need the glasses to watch. You can still just watch it on, on YouTube live. You know, it's a 180 degree on YouTube live. So will your mother be standing in the corner somewhere? Do you think? No, my, my wife, I, we, we discussed that, but she's going to be with, um, my mom and and her mom at my mom's house helping them deal with this entire because <laughs> they don't have a fucking clue of how to, you know so she's gonna help and then I thought well maybe you know I can also put them on FaceTime on my on my desktop computer so that they can also clap too you know <laughs> and it'll feel like I've got somebody watching me it's really strange you know so it's it's very like you know insulated performance i've never kind of done that before except for maybe being in the recording studio right right yeah 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 no no i've been in recording studios and it's it's i, I mean i remember i mean because i produced a few albums and i remember just like the first time stepping into one and it was like this is not what i thought it was going to be when you like lay down tracks and stuff it was yeah just it's like, different it's totally different i'm thinking the band's just going to get together and they're just going to jam and yeah. absolutely not <laughs> no, and, it, no. and it took three 14 hour days to lay down that album oh yeah but tomorrow i only have an hour and a half so <laughs> so um before we continue on i just want everyone if you haven't sampled this janetrobin.com hey Kirk, can you just uh, play a song pick your pick your choice okay i'll play one thank you and you'll mute all of us right Yep, here we go.
time is running out Are you gonna take a stand? Cause I'll lend a hand Let's make it now Listen to the world cry Listen to the world cry Hard to believe it's our own human disease Let's take it down Let's take it down Listen to the world cry Listen to the world cry Listen to the world cry Oh my, oh I thought fabulous and yeah I love that myself. that was awesome yay awesome thank you Janet on you everybody unmute yourselves I don't know why you're not mute or why you're still muted hey Kirk can you unmute them there we go yeah, I'm trying to unmute some of them some of them I have to okay. ask to unmute. Okay. you know what's funny about that song is I wrote that back in 2016 and the lyrics are still like unfortunately valid to this day right unfortunately, but the video on that, you guys go check it out. I, I saw it's really great. There's these amazing montages of just like Janice said, everything that was going on then that is still going on. It was like literally protest march and players kneeling and everything that is just it's like you you can see the future, Janet Robin. Oh god. It's a really great video. Check it out. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So Andrea, let's get to you now. How did you start? I'm not playing guitar. I'm not <laughs> You're not gonna pull anything out tonight? No, I'm, I could talk. But wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. Where, where's the other star of your show? Where's the baby? Oh, do you wanna see her? Of course. Okay, I'll go get her. You're gonna hear a little growl because she doesn't like when I wake her up, but let me go get her. Okay. Yeah. I'll answer for Andrea. Go ahead, I'll answer for her. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hoping she means a dog and not a bear you know, or something. Danny and I passed these women all around from her show to my show. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, I woke her up. Oh, poor oh. baby. This is Molly. This is Molly. She's my, I, we do photo shoots. If you have, if you're friends with me on Facebook, I do all these photo shoots all for COVID. You know, we keep herself busy and she's the best <laughs> poser. Like she sees, I mean, I'm not kidding. I dress her up and I put meaningful messages behind her and she just lets me take pictures. She's like, what now? Okay, let's get her done. So anyway, this is Molly. <laughs> Molly, Molly's Andrea's sidekick or you know, we never know. If you if you tune if you tune into any of Andrea's stuff, Molly is dressed up. She's adorable. It, it's I, I watch it. I mean, I love you, Andrea, and I watch it for you. But I do love to see Molly. <laughs> so Andrea, I mean, some people, a lot of people know who you are, but maybe some of our viewers don't know you are. How did you start in producing? Where are you from? Why don't you give us just a little history about yourself? Okay, uh, I was born and I'm a native California. I was born and raised in um, in this area, not too far from where I live now. I grew up in Mar Vista, and um, anyway, let's say I, whatever. Let's fast forward because you know I had a dysfunctional upbringing as we all do back then, right? But all good. And <laughs> anyway, um, you know I came out a, a little late in life, even though uh, just because I didn't know. Yes, I was with women at a young age, but I never thought I could be a lesbian. I wound up marrying a man. But through that, through that journey, um, I, I, when I divorced him and was ready to come out, which was not easy for me. I'm a big old dyke now, and that, I know, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy getting up. Um, but it you know, taught me a lot about the inequities of living life as a heterosexual woman and living life as a lesbian. And I was like, I didn't get it. And so that was uh, the catalyst for me wanting to do something to serve the community, just to make it a little better. You know, I wanted to offer like quality events and cultural events and wine and dine and theater and dance parties. Yeah, I just didn't get why, like there was bar bars and softball. I tried softball, I suck. <laughs> um, it, was, it was embarrassing. I, I went to try out really, and I had to learn what cleats were and, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that would be the first problem. And I was all excited. I'm like, I'm going to go play softball. Yeah, I'm a lesbian. I'm going to go play softball. And I show up <laughs> all excited, new cleats, new glove that got wax on it. You know, you're supposed to do that. And I show up and they're like, okay, next. And I go, okay, so what? I never hit the ball with the bat. So what? I didn't get picked. And I'm like, and they said, okay, thanks. I go, what does that mean? What's next? They go, well, no, nobody picked you up. No, there's no team wants you and I well I want to play can I start my own team and they said yeah and I literally sat on the bleaches and everybody that didn't get picked I said I have a team if you want to be on my team I don't care if you didn't get picked for tryouts and I took all the rejects and I started a softball team and um it was uh, two years I sucked but I had friends that were good that managed it I or not magic coached it. I managed it. I got us, a, I got us a sponsor that bought our uniform. <laughs> like I was good at that. Oh. And, um, and, um, yeah, I, I would go up to bat and the whole infield would move up. Like they would just move up and like, I'm like, it's humiliating. But one time I made it to second base. <laughs> I mean, not on the field, but it was fun. That was a good time. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. Jenny. What was your team name, Andrea? It was, it's embarrassing. Okay, really? Okay, we were, <laughs> does anybody remember Ben Venuto in West Hollywood? Yes. The owner, yes. Tony, he was our sponsor. 
So we called ourselves the impostas. <laughs> we used to go have, we used to eat after our games and Tony would say, Love that. when are you gonna win a game? One game, <laughs> one game. If I'm gonna keep sponsoring and pay for these, you to win one game. I'm like, you got it, Tony. The season is young. <laughs> so I did that for two years. Really and funny. Time. But you know what I hear is the, the, we had a few good players that just liked, you know, Terry, you know, uh, Jenny, my great friend, Terry, straight, um, who we played uh, on softball, all, you know, she's really athletic. So I brought her on and then this amazing pitcher wanted to be on. So we had a couple really good players. When I left the team and they reformed the best players, they went on to win the nationals. You're welcome. So there's that. Once I got off the team, it's so sad. It's they got so <laughs> successful when I left. Anyway, so I started Women on a Row because, and it really was just about bicycling. That was my, I was an avid cyclist. It was really, my, and I'm like, well, you know, I'll just do this. It was very organic. It was very grassroots. And I just put an ad, remember the lesbian news? Yes. Yeah, so I put an ad in there, a new bike club for women starting called Women on a Row. And our first ride had 40 women. And on every bike ride, we would talk. And I realized that, you know, I would just, we would talk about, we would do lunch or breakfast. So we were getting to know each other. And I realized like, every, I would just say what I, oh, I went to this art opening. I went to this play and everybody's like, that sounds like so much fun. I'm like, we, you know, you could do it, right? Like it is fun. You could, And I just realized there was this void in the community that something needed to happen to bring us together to make it okay to go somewhere if you were whether you were a single couple it didn't matter but where you could feel safe and with like-minded women and that was it i did my first holiday party uh, well i did my first cocktail party and it's like there was 250 women it was a border grill the susan fenniger is a friend of mine oh yeah border grill and we were just gonna be in the bar we took over the whole restaurant she goes what are you doing like, i didn't know I'm so <laughs> it's like, and then we did our first holiday party so you know it was clear that our community was hungry for this i wasn't the only one so and andrea i have a question like that was back then and i was part of that i mean i i, I mean my girlfriend my ex-girlfriend um actually introduced me to women on a roll um and that's how i heard about it and i came out you know in 1985 you know the end of 85 and there was, you know, there were a lot of bars still around. There now were, there's yeah. not one lesbian bar in Los Angeles. So Why do you guys think, like, like because I've always heard, because I used to DJ in the bars, and, you know, it was always like the lesbians, they get together, they hook up, and then they, they just step away from the club scene. But... I mean, why don't you think, because I, I know people have said to me, we don't need gay bars anymore. And I think that's a bunch of horse crap because, you know, I, I, I miss a lesbian bar. I mean, I go to the boys bars every once in a while. I go to the Abbey, but it's that sense of community. You know, it, this conversation could be taken across the, like, so I'm really involved in LGBTQ film festivals because all my films have content for our community. So I'm pretty well known across the circuit. Um, and uh, my phone's ringing, I'm ignoring it, ADD. Okay, back with you, I'm right here, I'm right here. Um, anyway, so, you know, I, you talk about, do we still need film festivals that are focused on LGBTQ content? Yes. Just what you said, Dan, we need that community. And I think any community that's marginalized 
and are still, even as equality gets better, although in this administration, we're like, we still were in it big time, but, but we, we need that community for people that are, that share those stories. I think so. I think the LGBTQ film festivals should be here. I do think I, we all miss our lesbian bars, yeah. right? I mean, it's sad that was- there's still girl bar, is that still- Ish. I mean, but it's not like a consistent bar because you're probably younger than me anyway, Rob, um, Janet. But, I don't know. Well, what about me? Do you think I'm younger than, oh, see how you got that, Janet? I, no, I'm 53. <laughs> Hold on, because I've been, I've been around with you a long time. I've seen <laughs> it's Janet, not so much. But it's, um, it, it used, I mean, it's like, it used to be like the watering hole. You know, the water, my, I mean, what really made me come out and be comfortable was to have those bars to go to and hear from my predecessors who actually broke the rules, broke the ground rules for this. And it made it really comfortable for me to feel that I belonged and there was a community. And, you know, we can all mix and, and that's great. And I also said, you know, I don't like labels. I don't like this, but we don't have a place. And that's why I appreciate you, Andrea, for continuing to do what you do in the capacity that you do do it. How many times did I say do? But Janet, when did you come well, out? You said do do, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, when did you come out? Oh, I was 16, but you know, it was really and when I was in first grade when I had to crush on my first grade teacher. Ah. <laughs> Were your parents okay with it? Did you um, at 16, you know, I, I saw a program on, on TV about uh, gay teenagers, and at the end of the program was the number for the gay and lesbian center. So I I called it, you know. And I was like, I think I'm this, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm 16 and they're like, well, you can come down and talk to somebody here. And I did have a car and I, it's a whole thing, but the short story of it is that I, I, I went down there and I talked to somebody, they were great. They were so great, but they did fix my ID to make me 18 so that I could go to <laughs> the bars. Um, yeah. Uh, you, could get, you could get into, um, uh, what was, um, was the name of that place next to the French Quarter? Peanuts. 70, uh, 79, 69. Peanuts. Peanuts. You could get in peanuts at that time if you were 18. So they fixed my student ID. But it, <laughs> while I was there, I mean, I just parked on, it was when it was on Highland. I'm just 16, just driving. I didn't read any signs. My car got towed. Nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, so some random transgender woman took me to my mom's house, my parents' house, and I had my secret stash money to get my car out of the police garage. And my mom's <laughs> like, who's that in the car? What are you doing? You know, <laughs> it was like everything happened. I'd never got a ticket before. I didn't know what a police garage was. It was the fucking nightmare, you know? Ugh. And the next day I told my, I told my, I did everything in one, one day. Like I did that. And then at night I had my fake Student ID, I went to Peanuts. I found some random girl. I, I kissed her. I didn't even like her. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't know what it was like, you know, because. Cute. Yeah. And then the next day I told my mom. That's brilliant. Um, you get everything. You just hand them all of that at once. So they can't just like freak out. You're gay. You're like, I'm gay. I'm uh, <laughs> hanging out and doing bad things. I don't know how to park my car. They don't know and where I said, to park. I started, you know, I was crying. You know, just I, I started it. crying, not about the, the whole coming out thing, but like, I got a ticket. <laughs> 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 
then we told my dad that night. We went to dinner and told my dad. They were, you know, they were taken aback in the beginning, but I mean, you know, I've come from relatively, you know, liberal Jewish middle class, you know, family. And I mean, they, the first thing, of course, they're going to say, Jew, Jewish family, okay, let's all go to therapy. You know, so that's what we did. We, the three of us went to a therapist just to, they were like, not to change you, but just so you understand, you know, the lifestyle choice that you're making. I'm like, I'm not making a choice, you know, but if you want to go, the three of us, that's fine. You know, I didn't get therapy. Italians are different than Jews. My mother was like, you're an only child, so I'll never get grandchildren. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's literally... That was, she didn't care if I was gay. She did, it didn't matter what she I cared about. Yeah. She cared about the grandchild because I was an only child and I was the only one that, that could produce that for her. Oh, yeah. But Italians and Jews are very similar. They are. Life. But I have two older brothers. So we, got, we have enough, enough people. So, yeah. Janet, I want you to play something live for us. Can you? Oh. Would you? Oh, the pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> this is a little, now, you guys didn't think she was going to play live for us. Ha! A little boogie woogie. <laughs> How's that? Woo! Nice. Amazing. You are, you are unbelievably good. I mean, it yeah. just every time I hear you, it blows my mind. And and the old sound and with the new band is just, I mean, I'm in awe of. Oh, of thank talent. you. I I, I do appreciate that. But that's you know that's what happens when you start something young. But even so, I tell some of my older students, it's never too, never too late to pick up an instrument. And it, it's it's so that has replaced my therapy. <laughs> You play classical Spanish guitar it, as well, yeah. which is oh, I, I love a whole that. other thing, isn't it? I, well, it is. You know, one of the guys in the band comes from that background. But yeah, I mean, to me, it's very therapeutic. And, and I'm a little OCD. So, you know, I like to hyper focus and, you know, just I can just work on one part for like, you know, 20 hours until I get it right. But, really? Wow. Wow. Marla, yeah, that's what you got to do. I mean, that's uh, who are your influences, like top five? Oh, for sure, Led Zeppelin, number one. Wow. Beatles. Yeah, of course. As you mentioned, Cara. Um, you know, it's all over the place, but I grew up, yeah, with my brother next door in his bedroom smoking pot and listening to, you know, what we call now all classic rock. So <laughs> Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Bowie, Beatles, Heart. You know, I really looked up to them because there weren't really very many rock and roll women. I mean, I love Joni Mitchell and Bonnie Raitt and 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 those guys, but you know, uh, they weren't like in the rock scene. Um, but yeah, I I did listen to to song, singer songwriters too, James Taylor, and just it's all it's really all over the place. You know, it's just. But um, as far as guitar players go, yeah, it would be Hendrix, Page, Eric Clapton, and of course my teacher Randy Rhodes. So. Now, Randy was great. He was like phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about a virtuoso, that's that you're talking about him. He was a virtuoso, and the best thing about him was he gave me confidence. He um, he did he could give a shit that I was a girl, and he he didn't care how young I was. I was very young when I started with him, nine, and he it was just like you practice, you get good. You don't practice, forget it. 
you know? So you know, my drum teacher told me that when I was in high school and I took the other, I, I didn't listen to him. So I don't play drums. But well, it's oh. not like the movie Whiplash. Let's not, <laughs> let's not get a little crazy. Great but, movie. It's a discipline. And I think it's also very therapeutic. Music in general is therapeutic. And to focus on something, you know, I tell my students, turn your phone off, turn your, turn your computer off, sit with your guitar, you know, feel, feel the guitar. It's alive. You know, it's, it's wood. It's alive. You know, it's alive. <laughs> and I, I wanted to play guitar. My parents forced me to do piano and organ and I did it. And I, you know, and I play it, blah, blah, blah. But I never really enjoyed it. There was no passion. So I really didn't, I mean, I play it, but I'm not like good at it. I really wanted to play guitar. So my parents yeah. bought me a guitar and it had the steel strings. Yeah. And it was hurting. And, yeah. I would, and then I would try to do it and I was getting it. And then I would get so frustrated because I couldn't get it fast enough. Yeah, you didn't have me teaching you. This no, is and I was so pissed off. off. Like I had the guitar and I was so pissed off because I couldn't play. It was like, it's a month already. Why aren't I playing a song? Plus these callous things were hurting. Well, literally that does hurt, but there's a way to fix that too. I tell people sometimes put a little super glue on your calluses and it won't hurt as much. I mean, I've got all kinds of tricks. Well, I know stuff. I'm going to have to call you now because I seriously, I have eight guitars. I have eight acoustics, wow. two electrics, and a bass. And, wow. and I had a drum kit that I, I, I donated. It's a whole there. band right there. Well, because I used to manage um, the motels. Yes, and, I know. And they came down here, and apparently my house is acoustically wet, good, so it saved us money in hiring a rehearsal studio. So they came and rehearsed here, but they didn't have any money, so I ended up buying all the, 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 these instruments for that. Wow, cool. Yeah. Well, anytime. Yeah. You just have to get over a few little humps and then you can, you can play. It's, can it's I play nice. with these nails. No. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, hotels <laughs> are all in a zoom room right now talking about how oh, this woman stole our guitars. That's why our band broke up. Exactly. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You, you get your nails done. Or so, did you get your nails I done? Said, got, it's, it's like I told you only the lonely can play. Yes. I got my nails done illegally. A backdoor, oh my my backdoor oh. manicurist. <gasps> Very nice. Aren't they open now? <laughs> I thought they were open now. Um, Tomorrow, in Ventura, in Ventura, they're open. Everything's open in Ventura. I, good well, luck. I thought they were okay. I think they're, I think they're open now here. They are. Probably. They are. I because I went in. I got my mani today, and but it's like very. Di there's no like yep. people in there, and but and you have to wear your mask, which is fine. And wow. but they they are open now. So I ladies, I mean, just to move on to this COVID thing, and I just want to talk. What have you guys been doing? I mean, like, like, what have you gotten personally? I mean, have you gone? Have you guys done any sort of personal growth, personal evaluation during this time, or have you just sort of gone through yes. and recreated stuff? So uh, I've like, been, I've been drinking more. <laughs> I, I was and eating. What yeah. I did is I just got in COVID nineteen. I found COVID fifteen, and it's right there. <laughs> Mark? I just actually, I'm really excited to say that I just got this smart oven because I have been uh, cheating like crazy. I probably put on 10 pounds since the COVID thing. And um, so he told me about this smart oven called, I think it's called Tavala. And you just basically pair it with your phone and it'll cook things to perfection. You just hit your phone, cook. Ooh. What? Wait, wow. a Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
I need to know because everybody's <laughs> cooking now and I could say, so am I. <laughs> wow. A lot of the reason why I cheat on my diet is because I'm terrible in the kitchen and I usually burn it or I don't cook it right. But this, you can't go wrong. It steams it, it bakes it and broils it like in a cycle. See, I thought you were going to say it's a smart oven because it won't allow you to cook cookies or something. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you know, Gan, to answer your question, I'm going to tell you, I do feel, and I don't know, I just, I feel a changed person. I am changed. It, without a doubt, you have to go, you, yeah. my wife is in New York. I'm in Los Angeles. Oh. I haven't seen her since March 1st. No. Oh, God. It's very tough. Um, and I'm, you know, here with my dog. I've done a few physical distance get, get together in my yard. Jenny was at one of them. Um, but for the most part, it's me and this computer on Zoom. Oh. And it, I feel changed. And, and, and I. How? In what way? So, um, you know, obviously your priorities shift. You know, I was traveling around the world. I never stopped. I never stopped between going to see my wife, taking women on a road, going to film festivals all over the world. I, I traveled a lot. Um, I was always like, what's next? What's next? Like I, it was always, always like something about it did make me pause and recreate myself. I'm, I'm proud of what I did do day one. I, I was got depressed for a day. I, I'm, I'm lucky I don't deal with depression at all. And I get it's a real thing for people. It's not in my DNA. I feel so lucky. Uh, I could count on one hand how many times I felt depression. When everything went on lockdown, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Because everything, like this is my 20, August 1st was my 25th woman on a roll anniversary. And we had a big gala sponsorship. Like, and my trip to Italy, New Orleans, I have a little, yeah, so we, I was planning, you know, in 2019, I said, let's go to, let's go to Asia, Italy, and New Orleans. Now, what I, when I promised women, I was going to take them to the hotspots of the world. That's not what I meant. But anyway, everything obviously got canceled. And you have to look at like, okay, but, and then I, my first thing was get on the other side of this healthy and we're all winners. Everything else will be okay. And, but it just made me go inside myself. So, well, that didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife, as I said, it's wireless been or plug-in. That's what I want to know. That was last week's I, show. Yeah. <laughs> I really did have to uh, think of priorities and what do I want to do and who do I want to be in this time in our world as it changes, because it is different and it's going to continue to be different. So I just did a lot of like assessing who I was and, and who I want to be and what needs to change in my life. You have to look at what needs to change because all of us have to reflect on that. You don't, we don't have a choice anymore. And I think that's kind of why it arrived in some ways, you know? And so, um, so I feel changed and how, in what way, I mean, my unbelievable, I'm a social animal my undeniable desire to be with people and create big events has really just calmed down in a big, big way. And I'm so okay with being with myself and I'm so okay with what's next. And, you know, I've been writing, you know, I write films, so I'm writing my new screenplay and, you know, 
not a lot of excuses not to do it other than working 10 hours a day on women on the net. But so yes, I do feel like I'm changed. I am changed and I hope for the better, you know? You can't, you know what? I think when we change, we always change for the better. I think you have to, I think just automatically it's something that pushes us forward. And I agree with you because I'm the ADHD and I'm a social person and I don't get depressed either. But I have to say like the first, like the first week, it felt like a vacation. And I was like, yo, I'm, even though I was home, it still <laughs> felt kind of cool. I, like, I can call my friends anytime I want, you know, just like, like no pressure. And then like, then work like, and I still work, thank God. Um, I still have my job. Um, but then it started to start work. Then it started working. And then it started to become into a routine that I became used to because for my problem with ADHD, um, I need structure. Um, not necessarily like structure. That's why I love to go to the office because in my brain, when I went to the office, I was doing CBS work. And then after I left the office, it was between the sheets or it was, and then being put at my home, it really had really played with my head a little. Cause it was like, I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I I'm working, but I'm distracted because of something that I'm doing personally. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. I think it all is from within. I think, this time is to take a pause, take a beat. I mean, Kim, I mean, what have you been doing? I know you've been going through some transformations as well during this time, even though you are working. Well, I mean, for me, you guys, it's so I am working. So it doesn't even feel like anything's happened, really. I'm still working five days a week, 10 hours a day. Um, you know, I, it's made me realize a few things because coming home and just, you know, when you get home, you're home and you're not going out and you're not meeting other people. And, um, I like my, uh, alone time more than many people. I think like I, I just, I like it, but it's also made me realize that I very much dislike, um, I very much dislike a lot of things about LA. I, I am interested in maybe not being in the midst of LA anymore like driving around downtown like I used to live in downtown for what four years and I drove around and I thought it's the ugliest goddamn city in the whole wide world it it is there's nothing redeeming about downtown and I live in Koreatown and it's fun and there's lots of bars and it's like, but it's like I don't want that anymore like I want I want to be by the beach and I want to be like out in nature and I want to be just, I don't know, just different. You know, I can't really explain it. Just out somewhere healthy. Look, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I go to the beach once a week. I mean, obviously it's to do something else that I'm looking into, but the beach is my happy place. And um, I, I'd, I'd like to end up there and I'm planning to end up to the beach but I've got a few more years to go before I retire. Cara, what have you been doing? I know you've been going through some soul searching here during this time as well. Right, well, I was having a difficult time before it all started because I had, um, went through a divorce. So I had to go do some quite deep work and since I've been on this show. In fact, I was married at the beginning and now I'm divorced. Um, but so it was kind of like, a hyper version of what I was already doing, actually, because I had to go, I had more time to go even more in, in inside and just dig in. But also discipline, I found I've, I mean, I always had discipline of sorts, but I kind of like this, do yoga at 1030, you know, go for a walk. I've got, I've got things that I like to do. I'm working on my Taj Mahal, which is a big mosaic I'm doing, which is four foot by six foot. And I want to get it finished by August. I'm going to do it. Um, 
Um, so, you know, lots of, lots of things, but the, spending time with myself has been really great. It's been, I'm sure every, many people have found that, that even though it's hard, we have to, we have, we have to be our best friend. That's how we get through life. It's all about self-love and self-care. And I think, you know, because we're all so busy and all this other stuff, we tend to not really focus on us. It's usually, most of us on this call, we focus on others for the most part. I mean, look at our professions. I mean, and what we do, it's for the enjoyment of others. And it's, it's, it was cool for me to sort of sit back and sort of go, okay, I have to sit with myself. I can't entertain myself with others and, 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 and not address situations and issues that are coming up because I'm looking in a mirror now and I need to work on me. And it really, I mean, I, I started meditating. I mean, look, I've done what everybody else has done. It's just, I think because we're all social people, I think we never really have that time to spend on us. So I think it was a really great experience what we're going through now, even though things are lightening up. I mean, it's something that's made an impression on me. And I think probably whatever you guys are doing as well. And it's something that we're going to adapt into our lifestyle. I think we're, I think we're all a lot calmer, personally. Do you think things are lightening up because they're expecting another resurgence and they're expecting a whole nother spike to happen. So yes, they're lighting up in terms of going out, but I don't think like for me, what I did was produce shows, you know, concerts and comedy shows on big stages. I had a Brandy Carlisle concert scheduled for May 16th, 3000 seat venue. Of course that got canceled. And I produced shows that are at least 200 people plus. And then I produced parties that are two, 300 people, 400 people. And I take people traveling. So None of that's happening, right? And but I and and as as things lift, it is all different. I went to my first restaurant yesterday. That was super exciting. Me um, too. I did yeah, that. It was so fun. And they only had yeah. sugar fish, and they had in this whole sugar fish. They, they have four booths open, and it was all each booth had two women in booth. And I just told everybody. It's girls' day at Sugarfish, and ever we all start talking because nobody else is in the restaurant, and we made friends with everybody. Oh, and lovely! I know. So, but that was my first. It was so exciting going to a restaurant. Like it was so great. But it makes us appreciate the things we took for granted, without a doubt, Gayan. Without a doubt, yes, we took a lot for granted. We're spoiled. We are. We are so lucky because so many people have lost their jobs, and they are never going to have the pleasure of all the things we took for granted. Absolutely. And that we have to remember because we're at home in our beautiful homes and our little lives where, where it's all organized and we've got savings or whatever. And there are many well, people who there. are just never going to have a life again. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's really hard, especially for entertainers where uh, some yeah. clubs are actually never going to come back again. No. Oh God, I saw a thing on the Troubadour. They yeah. started a fund you know for the is? Troubadour. I mean, it's not really? closing, but they started a fund for Troubadour, which is, a you know, for those of you out there who don't know it is, you know, it, it's just such an important club. And then McCabe's also. Yeah. McCabe's too? Mm. Shit. It, it, it's not going down. It's just that they're having some struggles. Struggling. You know? And, right. even, and even what about Broadway? I mean, it's just heartbreaking. Those people who work their whole lives to just have that five years of being the best they can be. And it's taken from them. Oh, it's just tragic. It's, I feel sad for the graduates. They don't yeah, get to have graduations. Yeah. Right. We saw one on Zoom though. 
yes, I went to a Zoom graduation. There is going to be another wave. I'm, and, and I, I know it because my wife works in, uh, deals with a company that makes the, the strapping for surgical masks. So they are pumping up manufacturing for that. And um, my dad had COVID. Oh, he did? Oh, yes. Wow. He's 88 and he's in a memory care facility. I mean, the absolute most high risk category you could be in. And um, he beat it. Wow. I don't know how, but I mean, antibiotics and oxygen, but he's extremely lucky, but it is, it is supposed to come back again. And yeah, they're saying, especially with uh, the way the government's not leading any, right. like there's no lead, there's no, it's horrible. And I, I mean, I want everybody to go back to work too. I want to see people right. on play and I, you know, but I'm, you know, I think things are opening up. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm in the business. I'm in the business. And right now I am extremely busy. Um, I am planning the first, probably the first two photo shoots that's ever going to happen, um, either in film production or in TV production for one of my shows. Mm -hmm. I, um, we're going to do it. Um, in July, I have a 45 page document rules, regulations. Wow. Um, I have to have somebody on site with rapid testing. Um, right. Usually I do these, I've done these photo shoots for 31 years. It's a no brainer. I could literally plan it in my sleep and it has become so difficult, but understandable that it needs to be done. And then I work on the show, Big Brother, and we're going to go forward with that. So with those, just um, be careful. I mean, yeah, I have, I have personal story with somebody who has had COVID, you know, and was lucky, but there are other people who. Exactly. And but we're lucky. <laughs> no, but we're taking precautions. Like I've got to get the ma the face shields and the masks and the COVID testing and have a nurse on board. And, and, you know, with the people with um, big brother, you know, they're being, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. We're not going to be able to shoot them the way we'd normally shoot them. We're not right. even going to them like in person so i mean it's it things are everything has to adapt i mean nbc just opened the other day um yeah. not for staff but for productions and you know and the white pages and then there's like every other page for every other union and everything it, it's going to be it's going to be a new it is a new world and and you know yeah. i think it's all like undaunting right now because it's nothing that we're familiar with um, but I think once we figure it out, we get into the groove. I think this is the new way of life, um, for a while, for a while. I think and, for a few years, for a few years, we're in this for a few years, for sure. Yeah. Get the vaccine. So I, I don't see why things can't chill out a little after the vaccine's out. I don't yeah, Because here's the, there isn't the vaccine. No, but when the vaccine. being conditioned to live like this, this is what it's going to be like. But even if there, even if a vaccine comes out, um, you know, Truly, if people want the vaccine, you wait till the third or fourth time that it's like the like the fourth generation of it. So again, that's going to take a long time to do the testing and stuff like that and what works, what doesn't. So we are, Andrea is absolutely right. We're looking at years, people. I mean, I'm glad I'm old. I'm glad I got the bar years Me out of too. the way, the one night stands, all yeah. that shit out of the way. Oh, I'm, wow. not done. I'm not done with the one night stands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Hey, listen, I'm going to actually, it hasn't been canceled yet. I'm supposed to go see Brandy Carlisle at Red Rocks 
mid-September, and it's still on, y'all. Mm. Is that in Vegas? No, Colorado. Colorado. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know. I knew there was a rock so, in Vegas, but I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to... So September, I, a lot of September things are not canceled. Yes. yes. I think I'm, I'm going to tell canceled. you, it's highly... I talked to her... I, it, I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be canceled or not. Yeah. Um, and they may, what they may do is just, that's a beautiful outdoor venue where you beautiful. can face out. That's one of my favorite venues in the world. Um, so it might work for you. You know, it could. Um, but it's, yeah, you know, look at, okay, just case in point. Um, <laughs> the Hollywood Bowl canceled its entire 2020 season. season. Yeah. Yep. Entire. I wanted to see Alanis Morissette. Jesus Christ. Oh, I have, first of all, I can't get Ticketmaster to refund my money because they said, well, shit. I have two expensive tickets for shows. I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to refund you because we're looking at rescheduling. I'm like, I don't, it's done. Give me my, it's not. <laughs> they told yeah, me they're rescheduling Steely down to an exactly a year later. Yeah. <laughs> and they did the same thing for Alanis. So, I mean, so, I don't know, Jenny, what are you hearing? Or what have you been doing? What's your- Jenny, so you're way too quiet. You need no, to talk well, No, I'm. you guys are, you know, everybody's growing, like you're saying. And I don't know if you guys know, my sister is a, a really, really talented artist, a painter. And uh, so I have actually used the time to study art. And I think <laughs> really paying off. Wow. It's, it's, you know, note that the sly smile there, it's, nice. it's, it's deep. <laughs> um. I have been, you know, I'm doing my daily shows, my talk shows and the, and the game show. And for me, it's a show that I've always wanted to do, but I've always had to put it on the side. So I had to go out and get work and do comedy or do this or do that. So I was always either trying to get work or trying to promote the work that I had or trying to do all that. And I didn't have time to really devote to the show that I'm doing. Well, when all the work went away, it was kind of like, well... Now I have no other, you know, I have no, I don't like to feel guilty about it. I can spend all the time I want on this. And the amount of time that I want to spend on it has been enormous. I'm having a blast doing it. And I'm really just kind of digging into it. And for the first time in a long time, I really feel like I'm, you know, kind of settled in where I want to go and what I want to do with things. And every, as I'm doing this more and learning more, you know, week in and week out doing them, um, it's really kind of coming together. And so I'm really, for me, it's been, it's been a growth in that I can, you know, like really focus on what I, it is that I want to do. Besides the the business part of show business, I suck at. You know, I'm just not good at that part. And and it it's hurt me all these. Not really hurt me, but it's it's certainly not helped me. Well, now the business part is kind of gone. You know, I've just got to really focus on the art, and I've been able to do that for a few months. So it's been great. Now I got to focus on the business part to try to sell this damn thing. But that's what I've been doing. Aside from my art, aside from my art, that's what I've been doing. I want to say, Elizabeth, because I've known Jenny for so long, and we and Jenny's been on two of my specials, right, for TV. Mm -hmm. Yep. I wanted to say I watch what Jenny's. Jenny is the classic example of, you know, making lemonade. Uh-huh. Like her mm-hmm. show, and and people have come. Like I know a lot of the people that are on her show, and they say Jenny's a really good interview. And I've been on her show a couple of times. <laughs> Thank you. And what you have honed in on a skill set that like I didn't even know you had, and you're a natural at it. And then of course, you know, I'm a big fan of pandemic password, but um, 
I got to be on it, yay. But pandemic password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a game show. It's, it's, it's just five different game yes. shows. It's just it's, goofy and ridiculous. It's so yeah. fun. But my point is that what watching what Jenny has done, and I feel like kind of in a way we're kindred spirits in that way, really, you know, because we both had to kind of like redefine ourselves. But I watch your show and and being on a guest manager, and I just feel like you it is a it's a skill set that maybe none of us would have really known that you're so good at Thank without you. this. Like, I just think you're really good. People really have said to me, because I know so many artists that have been on our show, and they go, she's a really good interviewer. Like, she does her she does her homework, she, her due diligence. I said, I know. And I watch it, and I feel like you've evolved in that. Maybe- I was on your show last week, Jenny. You were, you were. It was awesome. I love that show. I had so much- that's been fun for me too, is because like I'm going, I'm getting all these videos on people, and I'd seen Jen, and I've seen you play a couple of times before, but like sitting and watching your music and watching what you do and the and the the strings, it's just it was so fun. So for me, I've been like all these people I know that didn't have these talents, Dre Weber, you you term, you know, and like she can sing too. It was like all the yeah, cool things sing. I'm learning yeah. about my friends that I didn't know all these talents that they had too. So it's but that's been great for me. It's been super fun. But your art far, far surpasses them. You know what? It is. Janet, I'm going to show it again. I think if you're watching, you should take a picture right now. Get Make sure I'm in it. Because this Here, is I can, wait, let me, I'm going to do a, a screen grab. Put okay, it back. There you go. Okay, got it. I'll send it to you. There you go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Janet, didn't you think she was a good interview? I think her show was so good, yeah, right? She, thank you. You did your homework, and as as Gayanne has as well. Um, I, I really appreciate people who who do that you know i think it's so important because Agreed. otherwise it's like yeah you know you don't know who you're talking to but you, you know, know what's the coolest part and maybe jenny can agree with me um i love doing this show because i have my friends on it so yeah. we have that personal like relationship and, and friendship or if i just met you i've seen you but it's really i love doing the show because it's so comfortable yeah it's and how is this how is it doing the show for you now than when you used to be in the studio. How, is, how has that affected your show and who you are in this platform? Um, I think for me- Look at I'm me, I'm turning it around now, I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to you doing this. I, I, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, I met you the first time after I've known you for so many years at the Outfest Gala, and then she's sitting across, you're gay and Bruno? Andrea Myers? We've got to do something together. Mm -hmm. Okay, Andrea. Um, so. But I mean, how has it changed? You know, I love, just like you, I love being, I love energy. I love being with people. Um, and in the beginning, I was like, like, oh, this is gonna, this is not gonna be good. I mean, I, I just really, I've always, I'm always positive, like, because I, I won't feel the energy. And, you know, when you're rifting, maybe there's a time delay. And then, you know, as a, I'm not a comedian, but I know I, I'm quick when, when I'm funny. And it's like, will I miss that? Will it, it will it, will I not have, be funny enough? And will it not translate the way it is in person where we're talking all over each other? And that's part of the funny part of it. But, um, but I have to say, I mean, the more I'm doing it and the more all of us on our, my panel are comfortable with this new genre, I think it's okay. I don't want to stay doing this. I mean, the minute the studios open and we're allowed to go in with safe distancing, which means three people can only go in the studio, you know, I'm going to, that, that's me. I love live shows. I, I, I've worked on the Grammys. I work on live events. I love live events. I feed off of that energy. 
you know, and just like a musician, just like Andrew, I mean, we all feed, I feed off of live. I feed off of energy. And so the minute that I can go in the studio, you know, I will. And I already know who, I know Mara won't come in. I know that. I'm coming. I know it's, I know it's going to be me, Kim and Cara, the rebels. I know that. And, you know, and Mara, you know, and, and, and Delicia who has an autoimmune disease and, and Cheryl, I mean, Cheryl lives with her mother and so do I, but trust me, it'll be a fine, but I do. It, it, has, it hasn't really changed. Uh, keep quiet, Jenny. It hasn't really changed. It's just mom. She's fine. It's all right. I breathe germs on her all the time. She's good. Good. <laughs> back room. It's like, it's like the flowers in the attic. It's all that. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, I'm actually getting comfortable with this format now but it's nothing that I want to live in all the time. So I'm proud of all of us for adapting. I don't think the show misses anything because of this. Um, but the other part is that I really love is that when you have people come into the studio, it's hard for people to do it with their schedules and go to Burbank. So the access of people that I have right now because it's so convenient because no one's going fucking anywhere is amazing and i'm sure you know, jenny can agree with me you know people that maybe we couldn't have on because of tour schedules or whatever we have the access to that so it actually uplifts and really elevates what we're doing my opinion well, well i have a question uh when we're back in the studio uh, will we need to wear pants no <laughs> no not at all we I don't wear them. Stand up. We can, I'm going to wear my bubby slippers. I'm going to wear. <laughs> I'm going to wear my shorts. And as long as we're good from the waist up, I don't give a <laughs> shit. Okay, I don't give a crap. Um, but Mara, you've been awfully quiet. I know you've also been alone and sequestering yourself and all that other stuff. So what have how what have what have you been doing? How I know you're an artist. Have you been creating? What's been going on? a day job where I work um, in the we're artists in our family and um, we do digital renderings we work with the I work with architects and interior designers and we create digital renderings uh, virtual reality like to make it look like as if it is a real picture for communities that are going to come out that's my day job I'm in sales but um, I work from my home so I always have so it's really not that different um for me, every day is the same anyway with all the distractions, you know. Um, the main thing that uh, has been hard, very challenging for me, is not being able to go to the gym. And even though the gyms are open, I don't feel comfortable going. Um, the gym was kind of like my sanity. Um, and people could say, well, yeah, could you just you can work out outside. But yes and no. I have a knee injury that it makes it hard for me to do a lot of different things. So I really like that stationary bike and the weights and now I have to get creative and figure out like I'm using a big like eight gallon water bottle to lift weights now because I don't have any not eight gallon eight pound water bottle but um creatively speaking no I have I've been depressed I have fought depression I always fight depression so um I have not been tuned in and tapped you know tapped in whatever with creative stuff at all and it's and it's really weird because I usually am oozing with creative um, ideas and, and energy, but I, I have not. Everything has slowed down for me, and it's been rather uh, sticky and slow and um, 
it's just an adjustment. It's, I'm, I'm not lying here. I'm not going to say that, you know, paint a picture that, oh, yeah, everything's been great. And I've really been blossoming. No, I haven't. It's been freaking hard. So. Can you ride your bike outside or is it with your knee? Are you afraid to do that? Or are you just not in a location that you can do that? I am accident prone. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can get though, Mara? They've got these little like stands that you put, you take your front tire off and you put it, or you, you can put your bike on it so that your bike becomes a stationary bike. I'm going to have to look into that. Wow, uh, that's cool. Do you think you'll love Mara? Mara, instead of buying the oven, buy the damn bike thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta hook the bike up to the oven, and then the faster you pedal, the more it gets cooked for you. I want to say one. I want to comment on Mara because what I'm gonna say is the only um, saving thing for me about COVID is I have an excuse not to go to the gym, so I don't relate at all. It's like I can't. Go I want to go. It is the most amazing thing that I really can't go to the gym because I always say I can't, and I really can't now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you know, again, I have COVID-15 and you don't, so there's that. <laughs> but, you know, I get that too, Mara, because like a lot of the places that I used to find solace in, it's not like that I'm not comfortable at home, but like I would go to the Korean spa and go in the tubs and the saunas and just like, and or Lake Shrine, I would walk around Lake Shrine and, or even like go to Agape to services, you know what I mean? And that... I can't recreate that at home. I watch Agape at home, but it's not the same. I can't get out to Lake Shrine. You know what I mean? It is different. The, the things that feed me aren't aren't happening right now. And I think for you too, Kim, you're still working. So that's got to be kind of a, a bit of a mind fuck in that we're all like developing this new thing in a new setting without our work, without you're still like having to deal with all that stuff, having to deal with all your nice places being gone. And you're still working every day. So that's, that I would imagine would be. Yeah, and food, working you know? every day is like, damn, I want to go. What do you I do, I want to go to the Korean spa. Why so you your restaurant, Cam? Why are you working every day? I thought you sold the restaurant. I did sell the restaurant. So I went to work for a company that does sanitization, right? And they have the sprays that are EPA registered against the coronaviruses. Wow. So our company actually, like, was 80 times busier when COVID hit than it was before and mm. still is. So, and we're an essential service because it's sanitization. And so that's yeah. And you're, that, I mean, you're even living it even more than not only are you working, but you're like, it's not like you could go to work and be a florist and get lost in your work making flowers. You're a work dealing with fucking COVID. So well, no, and that's the thing too. And I think maybe for Mark, well, anyone who's, um, artistic so like my thing is food right but I also love clothes and not just to buy them I love to look at them and the colors and the patterns and that's just what feeds me and it feeds my creativity and without getting that it's it does kind of suck I have to say so last weekend I went to two malls <laughs> I was smiling like permanently under my mask <laughs> <laughs> I, I just oh, I on in the grove and it was like I felt normal again like, but the thing is every little thing we do like 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 Andrea said you know and Kim said like you know a week ago we went to a restaurant it's like oh my god you know <laughs> I mean um I you know I got my nails done after like x amount of months I was so excited 
and yeah. it's and you know I do hike. I love to hike. Kim and I have become the hikers of the the between the sh between the sheets bunch. We can't. So even are you hiking between the sheets? <laughs> I, I, They're I, very I, big I, sheets. Very big sheets. A king size bed. You should see what I do. No, yeah. <laughs> And I like the ones that are really if, if only, Andrea. If only. <laughs> By the way, you can have one night stands and it's called phone sex. It's it's really easy now. There's no bodily fluids exchange. I, I've learned I've learned how to do that really well, apparently. I have to say, can I just say there's a new thing? And uh, if if anybody was on my Woman on the Net last night, we had Alice Frick who had a short film who had a date on Zoom where they had Zoom sex and it was hysterical. I want to share it. Were they naked? Oh, you have to see this short film. How can we share it with your people, Gayon? Like, where is it? Just where, where would the link be? I'm going to, if I send you the link. Just send me the link. I'll put it up on it the. Was, on. Wait, I was laughing so hard. It's the funniest short. It's a four minute short film. She won best comedic actress like all over the place. I'm going to send it to you. Get right. it out to your people. Yeah. I, mean, I really love yes, us, all of us. I want to play another song by Janet just because I like to do uplifting stuff. But I really love all of us because we're all in positions. First now, like people are turning into us. So we're making people laugh. We're making people forget whatever bullshit. But I really like that women are coming together. And I really just like that. We That's always a good thing. But it's always a good thing. It's like, you know, I was on Jenny's show. Jenny's on here. You know, Andrea and I talk. I mean, I just love that women support women. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't support anybody else. But, you know, women get a bad rap of being backbiting and bitchy. But you know what? I, during COVID, maybe before COVID, maybe. But before, after, I think we're all really supportive of each other. I mean, you know, if some one of our friends or something has, you know, something to promote, you know, do it. Let's do it. Let's help each other. Um, Kurt. Yes. Kim, here's, here's some clothes for you, Kim. Oh, love <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. That is feeding my soul right You're now. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm wearing it. I'm going to put this on for you. <laughs> Very nice. It's my favorite t-shirt. And you said it. You said it, Gayanne. It's my favorite t-shirt. Well, I told you, you and I are pretty. We, we're like this, like this, honey. Um. <laughs> All right, Kurt, let's play another wonderful Janet Robbins song. All right, will do.
find in Old Town Square. I'm so full of food, but I don't care. I'm in the center of a gothic beating heart. Feed the swans and kiss the god. Everybody falls in love in personal story hold on andrea before we get on that we have a, a caller so i don't want them to hang up and okay. hold your thought i love that song all right they're on okay hello caller welcome to between the sheets who's calling this is tanya shake and bake what's up hey, tanya. <laughs> hey, tanya. i call her shake and bake because when she came to be interviewed on the show she was higher than a kite. <laughs> oh, shit. Was that, yeah, I was, was trying to see kite. if Jenny was wearing pants. <laughs> if I would do what? I was trying to see if Jenny was wearing pants. Are you wearing pants, Jenny? Of course not. I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> Tanya, what do you have to say? We were running late. You always wait to the last minute to fucking call. Dude, she's just oh. giving her some time, man. <laughs> I, was, I was working on I was working on shake and bake. I was getting high first. Shocking. <laughs> shaking. I'm shaking. There you go. <laughs> Mara's gonna bake in her smart oven. <laughs> I, I love the I love the music. Uh, these are awesome connects. I, I love these women. They're they're awesome characters too. It's cool. Characters, really. Ooh, us. I I feel like I've known them in another life or something. <laughs> well, thanks, say Shake and Bake, for always supporting the show and calling. We'll see. We'll talk to you in two weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, no, I, I was I was gonna call in last week, but I started masturbating, you know, because it was an exciting show. You know what? Just do that earlier. You had hours before. first. I'll call you later for the sex the sex phone. I'll call you later, okay? Oh, no, for the on. sex Wait phone date. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I'm not charging anything yet. I'm just working out my skills. This could be a whole other profession after <laughs> If I need a test person, I will call you, Tanya. <laughs> I, already have, I already have the digits. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, sweetheart, be safe and be well, okay? Wear that mask. I love all you ladies. See you later. Cheers. Bye, Bye, Wear the mask while you're masturbating, just in case. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, definitely, definitely. Janet, I love that song. I have to tell her. Can I tell her that, Gayanne? I love that song and I want to know the inspiration. Did, was that based on something that happened when you were in Prague? It was beautiful. Uh, thank you. I'm, I, I don't, you know, I started my European um, career in, in, in Prague. That's how I got into the European touring through another band, November 2nd, um, who took me under their wings. Uh, they're, they're from there. And um, I just basically, I fell in love with Prague. Yeah. Um, I have some strange connection. I, I don't know. My family's not really from there, from uh, Russia and, and Poland, which is nearby. We're Russia and Romania. Yeah, Speaking same, same European Jews, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have seen my, my, my great-great-grandfather's name, which was Rabinowitz. I've seen it listed out in Czech Republic around, which is a common common name but who knows you know I feel like I'm a cat you know I always end up back at you know back where I'm supposed to be felt like home and I kept going back there and, and I, I built a really good following over there and it's just it's a really magical city and and I just remember um writing that song in in this little b and B. I I mean I literally wrote that song in like an hour I love that song. Do you all agree? Just me. I love that song. I loved it. I just wanted to create a a, a, some kind of feeling for you know being what it's like to be in in Europe in that in that environment because in in Prague you know it wasn't bombed right so everything is intact right so all the all the streets unlike so much of Europe that right you know I mean a lot of Germany was rebuilt and even parts of London and and places um. Paris and, and stuff. It, it's really a, it's really a different place there, and and you can literally walk around, you know, at, at at different times of the, usually in the evening, on a dark cobblestone street, and you're not you're not afraid or anything, but you feel like you're in some kind of Franz Kafka novel, you know. <laughs> favorite author. Right. Where are my kindred spirits? By the way, you've intrigued Molly. Now she wants to go to Prague, and I can't take her there. So. Bring it down a notch. But I, I, I do, I do. When when things open up, man, if you're gonna go to Europe, you know, you got to hit Prague and and all of Czech Republic is absolutely stunning and beautiful. Castles everywhere. Of course. Castles. All right, Andrea, take us there next. Yeah, please, Andrea. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's. I'll book a show. Already on the books in 2022. You schedule oh. a, a trip and I'll book a show out there. Right. We have. It's already on the books, but I can't announce any travel because we're in COVID and it's insensitive. I'm not going to do anything right. in bad taste. Uh, Andrea, the trips that you had for this year, are you pushing them to next year? Or how, what do you, what's That's your great question? Yeah. So, um, well, we were able to get in and out of Thailand. Amazing. We were so lucky because they had already closed the borders uh, for most of travel and, and, and definitely um, China could not come in. The borders were closed. So we went during high season in Thailand and we had the country to ourselves during high season. Everywhere, it was amazing. But I did, so New Orleans, we were supposed to be there last week. I had to cancel that. Uh, Italy was challenging. I bought an entire Tuscany villa at, at 
an 11th century. It was like an amazing place. So what I had to do there is everybody that booked for that, they wanted me to push it to 2021. I said, no, it's Italy. I need 2022. So I got to pick a date in June. That's been pushed to, to June 2022. And everybody's on board still who has booked with us. Um, I don't know about Women's Week in P-Town, right, Jen Jenny? We're still- you know, canceled all the summer shows. I really don't think they're going to come back. I don't think so. To be able to open up the clubs for one week and it's going to be in the middle of the fall so i i don't see I, I don't think it's going to happen so that's going to probably be postponed but i have a trip scheduled in july of 2021 on the rhine river where we were leaving from switzerland and landing in amsterdam for amsterdam pride and are you, are you are those are those booked or you still have seats uh, we have about so it's 83 rooms we have you about have to be gay no, we have okay. we love our not token at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> we love our token straight women. And I challenge you to continue to be straight at the end of the cruise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but my sister goes, my best friend goes. I have a lot of we and everybody people bring their sister. There's always like our we love our token straight women who just want to be in a woman-centric space, right? Have to sit in a separate place no <laughs> they get to merge and you just try to fool as many people as possible be prepared to get hit on because yes, you will definitely there's always a challenge to get the straight woman always Kara you are going to get hit on I'm just going to say I I challenge you to come and let's just see who hits you 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 you're not going to get out of there straight is what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, you might even lose your English accent. That's no good in Andrea's lesbians. I will tell you what's going to happen. Kim and I will go on this cruise. We'll end up with Bupkis, and Carl will end up. But we have so it's eighty-three rooms, and as of now, as of this morning, and I think it hasn't changed. There's fifteen rooms left, and but I haven't been promoting it because I want to make sure we and we have. Um, and and we end up in Amsterdam for Amsterdam Pride. That's going to be amazing. Amazing. It's be amazing. And so great. If anybody who's traveled with, well, nobody here in this Zoom room right now has traveled. I go all out. I don't, I don't fuck around with my trips. Wow. Like if you decide to travel with me, guess what? You're going to get so much more than you ever bargained for. So I have so many great things and I don't want to postpone it. And we're just waiting. The cruise company, um, I was supposed to be right now on that very same cruise to do my scout. You know, you go and you do it so I can plan my events. I was right now, I should be on that cruise. Oh. Well, I think what you should do next time when you can fit us in, Jenny and I and Kim and Mara and Cara should come on this cruise and we can do between the sheets and pandemic and Jenny shows. Wherever, from whatever city you're in. <laughs> well, Gay Ann, I have no doubt that you can do between the sheets wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Queen. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, no, uh, so, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it runs next year. It's everybody, everybody's wants to go so badly and they're like, and they're just, just being so patient. Everybody's waiting patiently till we find out, but we think that trip is gonna go. We, well, we, just keep a space open for me because I didn't, I wasn't able to do it this year, but in 20, I wanna go, I've never been to Italy and I'm dying. Ah. Well, Italy's, that's in 2022. So oh, yeah. 
These are two different trips. One is we leave from Switzerland and go to Amsterdam. Yeah, that one maybe, but the Italy one, you got to fit me in even if it's in cargo. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to fit you in between the sheets. Thank you. <laughs> well, ladies, I just want to say it's, believe it or not, it's an hour and a half. Um, it's, wow. I, it goes pretty quick. Oh, hold on. Oh, wait, Beautiful. <laughs> Let me see. I have to put you on, put it in. Wait, it, say that something. That is so say good. Interview. There we go. There we go. Right there. This is the. Oh, that's cute. And this is her new logo. (laughs) Today, I think you've gotten better just on the show. Like, really. You know what? I really think the classes have paid off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, for all of you guys, guess what I did today from scratch, just for the hell of it. Um, For a friend of mine who's ill, I made um, homemade matzo ball soup. Oh, I had some. I'm not feeling so great. Because you know what? I've, I've now patented it. I will be making vats. Who needs green blats when you have Bruno's? So just, um, you know, email me. I will deliver the matzo ball soup to each and every one of you because I love you. And Is this I, the vaccine, though? We should wait for maybe like the third generation of your throat. <laughs> just throw the pot. I'll throw it on your patio. You can disinfect the stuff. Do what you want. I, I just am proud that I'm Italian and I was able to honor the heritage, truly, of a matzo ball soup. Okay, yeah. I'm going to just say I'm a Jew, and one time I made um, spaghetti with marinara sauce. Oh, no, wait, I just heated it up. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say I'm Irish, and I drink potatoes all the time. <laughs> but I just want to say, I I, I mean, this, you know, I, I had a good, I've had a work week of hell going through paperwork to try and make my photo shoots COVID compliant and every day something changes. So um, I appreciate you all being here tonight. It, I had a great time and, mm-hmm. and it's a great time to start off a weekend of just sitting at home and social distancing and masking. <laughs> um, but I really do appreciate each and every one of you um, for being here. Of course, my right hands, I've got too many right hands. I'm a fucking octopus. I've got Mara, Jenny, Kim, and Clara. I appreciate you guys immensely. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Um, This show is a piece of self-growth for me and each and every one of you have touched my lives and have made me a better person, have made the show better. So I just truly want to say thank you. Um, you. Andrea, you know, keep doing what you're doing, babe, because you you are priceless. You are Oh my God. You are a powerhouse. you are a mentor to many. Um, and I'm glad that you're getting the accolades and getting the award on Monday. You deserve that and so much more for what you do for your time. So again, I appreciate everything that you do. You are a star. Thank you so much. That's so kind. Thank you. And I appreciate you and love this show. I, I was not sure, you know, that, and I had a great time. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And (laughs) And then Janet, I still think, you, I, me and your mother think you're a virtuoso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you play that, you play those instruments literally like it was the universe channeling through you. You are phenomenal, entertaining. Um, you can tell that when you play, it's all about love. And I think oh. what you embody is love. And mm-hmm. I appreciate you spreading that to each and every one of us, whether it's tomorrow's concert, or on your albums or anything, because you are love. Music is love. And um, and I just want to thank you for your contribution in this world. 
because it's wonderful. So thank you. It's my my pleasure and my honor. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm, blast. A, I'm a big fan now. Very oh, excited. You. I'm going to be listening to you tomorrow when I'm doing my mosaic. I love it. Thank so you. Janet, where can people, what's the best uh, thing that people can find you? Is it JanetRobin.com? Yeah. Yeah. And you're on Instagram and all that other stuff too? I'm on all of that. Yeah. All right. And tell me a little information about the show tomorrow. How can people sign up and all that other stuff? Um, so if they go to my website, they'll see a link and um, uh, it might be too late to get the VR glasses, but you can still watch it in a 180 degree view. Tickets are 15 bucks. Or you could go to Best Buy's Got VR Goggles, and it's really yeah. worth it, you guys. It's so cool. It's like two cameras back to back. Each camera can do 180 degrees. So they put that camera in the middle of the room, and you can literally, when you put those goggles on, you can just look anywhere in Janet's room. It's it's, it's super awesome. Cool. I, a friend of mine does it for, for football teams. Do you and, use it during sex? <laughs> yes. uh, you can, but you, you, Janet, you can. Tomorrow, also, it's. I don't want to, but oh, yes, he's gonna be um, dirty. Steve, these two handsome fellas right there. Oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. I'm woman on the <laughs> and one another. That I don't think it competes. What time is your concert? Right as well, six o'clock. No, I'm asking Janet. Yeah, Mine's at five. Do, do Janet is at five? Yeah, and and it's <laughs> my the actual concert ends at six, and then there's a little like Q and A thing after. Okay, Perfect. so you you can come in late, listen to our Q and A, and then join us at six, because Jenny will be Dirty Steve, and maybe Gonzalez will be one another. And guess what? I am performing in drag. That's right. Yay! So, um, so <laughs> come on in. <laughs> last time we did this show, Dragon, a month ago three hours they would not leave i said we have to end now nobody wanted right jenny nobody <laughs> wanted to leave and we have a special guest um you'll see there's people performing it's but worth andrea, it andrea how do people where do people go and sign up if they want oh, uh they go to womanonaroll.com after they go to woman on the road they click on women on the net and it's going to be the first thing that pops up because it's tomorrow awesome women on a net you go to women on a limb Women on something. Basically, it's women on something. I like women on a bed. Do you have that one yet? Have can I? Women between the sheets. Women on women. Women between the sheets on a regular basis. I don't have a website for that because you took it. No, it's womenonaroll.com, and there you just click on women on the net. You'll find us, and it's a good time. It is a three. It's a. It, you're just gonna laugh. That's all I'm gonna Kim say. And, Kim and I were at Val Milano's house when she was doing it. It was Kim, myself, Jackie, and Diane, and we saw the transformation and we saw part of it. it it's a Jackie uh, Diane. She's for, Valerie is performing again yeah. tomorrow. She uh. hasn't told me who she last. So last time I choreographed for her, Bobsy. She, I gave her Glenn Campbell. She said, "I'm not." I, Seriously, Valerie, if you're watching, she says, I'm not doing boring Glenn, Glenn Campbell. I've got my own gig, but I need to go first. I'm like, <laughs> so I said, okay, whatever you want. I don't know what she's going to do. I didn't choreographic this time, but anyway, we have a lot of performers. And if you, you don't have to perform, but if you come and be part of the Zoom studio audience and help us vote for the winners, we give out fabulous prizes. Awesome. Aww. Well, thank you. And then Mara, what are you up to? Where can they find you? 
Um, right now, I'm uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Mara Shane, and Instagram, Mara underscore Shane. Thank you. And Cara Noble. Um, I can be found in the local stores wearing my mask, which you can't truly see, but it, you can see my mouth. <laughs> I entertain the other shoppers with this. Are you doing? Because I'm in my local stores. I want one of those masks. I love that mask. It's really good. Where'd you get it? Online, I think Etsy. Oh, okay. I also want to say what would be great about that mask is if it had a flap that opened up and you could just meet somebody and, you know. A kiss? And? Whatever. It'd be nice to have a mask where you can just lift it and drink. I mean, that, that really, I mean, seriously. Or a straw, just something with a hole. There is one. There oh, is one wait, that was last week's show. Sorry. Careful. <laughs> Careful with the hole. <laughs> Kim, Kim Sanchez, what are you up to? Where can people find you? On a, on a beach. Uh, no kidding. I'm not doing much. I'm not really doing much right now. I'm not working on a website. I'm still on Facebook, but I rarely check it. I'm trying to stay off of that shit. So, yeah, I'll be on the beach. I get to see you tomorrow. Kim and I are going to be in a car together. Uh <laughs> With blankets and pillows. Blankets and pillows and popcorn. <laughs> wait, what are you doing a drive-in? Kind of. It's a party. Okay. Someone's okay. doing a, a private 50th birthday party. Very cool. Uh, okay. They've rented a place and they're going to do a drive-in, so it'll be fun. Love that. Nice. Um, and Jenny McNulty, I love you. You make oh, I got you. You are, I just am so happy I met you. I really am. And um, you're a sweetheart. Tell us about Pandemic. Tell us about what you do and where they oh, can. Oh my goodness. Well, um, Pandemic Password is a game show for those of you of a certain age that remember the old password. It's just you give each other one word clues. We play five different games. There's a couple of like trivia games and some true or false things. They're all kind of, some of the questions are based on the pandemic. It's just goofy and silly. I get four. It's myself and Lisa Koch, only she's doing it as Sister Mary Agnes Labia. <laughs> so it's myself and the sister host it. And then there's four uh, celebrity contestants. We've got Dana Goldberg this week, uh, Kat Davis and um, Kristen Smith. And I forget the other person. So that's Mondays at four. And then Monday through Friday, I'm doing a talk show. It's it's called the in-house comedy chat. And at the end of it, I kind of try to weasel my walking funny show that I used to do in there. And I take a walk on the beach. I've got a green screen that you can't see right now because it is between the sheets on it. But um, I, so I walk on the beach. I'm trying to get people out there and exercising and moving. So it's, it's, um, it's a talk show that's Monday through Friday. You can find a Jenny McNulty fan on Facebook. So if you see my name there on the thing, just add fan to it and go to Facebook and there I will be. Well, thank you, ladies. Don't forget, um, follow me on Instagram, QTE Brat. Please follow the Facebook page, Between the Sheets Podcast. Um, don't eat meat. Let's try being ve vegan or vegetarian. It's really important. That saves the earth. Um, drink more. Red wine is always best for me. Um, <laughs> I figure I lost 23 pounds uh, so far. Um, wow. And well, actually, the sad part is I thought I was doing really good eating shit and drinking a lot. But I thought, what the hell? Um, my thyroid medication, I was hyperthyroid. So I think it just whipped off fast. But um, but all's good in the world. But um, everyone, I just want to thank you. Thank you all for following us here on our show. We're on the first and third Friday of every month as displayed in Jenny's fantastic artwork um, at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, 
I don't remember who the hell is on the next show. I really don't because I've had such a blast tonight and I have like a computer and two phones and I am ADDH, go the fuck I am. And um, please join me every night um, except for my show nights. Every single night since March 22nd, I've been on um, sort of, you know, taking you on my journey of growth and experience on my, on my live Facebook chats at 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Um, I just appreciate all of you. I just want you to always be safe, be well, um, you know, tune in. Tune into all of us. We, we all entertain you. We entertain you on different platforms. If you're ever feeling lonely, you know, you're all around, reach out. I love you guys. And we all are in gratitude and it is community. And, you know, in times like this with that dick as president, please vote blue. Um, you know, we're in it together. We're absolutely in it together. It is a community and it really truly is all about love. So let's start, you know, let's start actually practicing what a lot of us preach. Let's put that in motion. And on that note, I want to wish you well. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you in two weeks. I love you guys. And as always, namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.